Welcome back, everybody, to another CC Football Podcast. As always, Craig is with me, and as almost always now, Clay Troyer from <laughs> Cotton Talk is with us. Uh, Clay, welcome in again. Thanks for having me, Clay. I appreciate it. Yeah, Craig is Craig is experiencing some technical difficulties right now, so I'm not going to bother him yet. But we have a really exciting time in uh, the football world, I guess, because we have another World Cup. It's the eve's eve of the World Cup starting on Sunday. Um, I'm excited. We're going to go through some predictions, and we're all going to give our, our takes on what's going to happen in predictions. And then we also have another friend of the show, Hamant's predictions that we're going to read off um so yeah, it's gonna be a good time craig you, are you all set now i'm i'm all set i don't know how i'm gonna how i'm gonna share my screen without showing all the picks but we'll we'll figure it out once you do it okay all right so the way we're gonna do it is nice hey uh, clay thanks for thanks for coming up with a nice creative background clay Troyer. as you can well, see <laughs> All right, so we're the way we're going to do it is we're going to go group by group at first, and then after that, we're going to take it. Uh, everyone's going to read off their knockout rounds because that'll be a little bit different, but their groups will be the same. So starting in group A, so we have Qatar, Senegal, Ecuador, and the Netherlands. I guess you can see my picks here. I have Netherlands, Ecuador, then Senegal, and Qatar not reaching. Wait, 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 so how are we doing? Are you going through all your groups or we're just, we're all each going We're all going to go through group A and say what we thought and then group but B. But then knockouts we'll do separately. Yeah. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hope that's not a spoiler there, Clay. No, no, you guys know my love for Denmark. Yeah, which is why I hope that's not a spoiler. I don't think I it's think... a spoiler any more than other people's picks might be. I think... <laughs> Group A, Netherlands, Ecuador, Senegal, Qatar. Um, it's an interesting, interesting pick you've got there. Um, I think Netherlands is probably the safest bet for first. I don't know, Craig. What do you think? Yeah, I I did the same, except I swapped Ecuador and Senegal, so I didn't do I, the I, same. I did too. I I had first. I had Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador, and Qatar. Yeah, that's I exactly like that's probably the... at also. I just I just didn't know how Senegal would deal with not having Mane, um, because he's such a big Clay's, part of their team. Clay's Clay's PTSD from how Liverpool reacted to not having Mane. Yeah, I, I've seen how I've seen how a Mane-less team performs, and I I don't like it. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it's a tough call. I I mean, with all the rumors that Qatar has match fixed the first the opener against Ecuador, if that's actually true and that doesn't go unpunished for some reason, or somehow. Then I mean they're already starting a game down, so it's like that was kind of my thinking too behind it. Yeah, I mean um, I I placed a bet on Qatar one zero because I was the apparently the the bribe second so. half goal. Did you do the second half goal too? <laughs> no, I didn't. That would have been crazy odds. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, so the, I think this is a pretty. I guess you can. It's hard to see Netherlands not getting out of this group, especially with Senegal not being able to. This I, I mean I don't think there's an. E- an easy, a super easy group here in this World Cup, but I this might be the easier one mm-hmm. of all right. of them. Group B. This is mine. I have England, then U.S. second, Wales, and Iran. Whoa. Whoa. Um, I'll run you through my reasoning first because I guess I'm going to spoil all my picks at the very beginning. But I, I mean, England's definitely the strongest team talent-wise in the group, and. Mm-hmm. After that, I would kind of pull the U.S., Wales, and Iran in the same pot. I could honestly see any of the three advancing. And so I like the talent that the young talent that U.S. has. Granted, it hasn't completely come together yet, but maybe this is the the World Cup, the tournament that, that it starts coming together. And, you know, as an American, we have to back the boys, you know, the boys in the red, white, and blue. So, um I had to put them through because it was such a yeah. coin flip for me. I gotta, I gotta share my screen for this. I, so I don't. It'll be the drama. Okay, okay. I'll uh, pop it up there, Clay. All right. Um. One second. He really is building up the drama. I know. Well, while he's doing that, I can tell well, you. What I should. 
what Hamat picked. Um, yeah, 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 do that. Uh, so in- Hamat actually went with England first, and then he had Wales second, Iran third, and USA fourth. So, wow, um, yeah. Well, uh, I tried to do that. It didn't work. I don't think. Oh, there we go. Yep, I see it. Oh. Clay, what the heck? What are you smoking, man? (laughs) Let me walk you through my reasoning here, okay? Please do. (laughs) So, basically, for those of you guys not watching, Clay has picked U.S. first, Wales second. So he has England not making it. U.S., Wales, England, Iran. Um, There's a lot. You're gonna give. You're gonna give all the American fans a bad rep when America doesn't make it out of the group, and all our viewers are gonna watch this episode they're gonna be like oh look at these dumb americans thinking they're gonna finish first (laughs) that's fine i mean that's fine first of all i think i don't think any england fan is confident about this world cup i mean based on how southgate has played this english team over the last you know year or so it's not it's not promising in any what what is not promising england this is what he he has succeeded in every single tournament he's played I just said the last year. If you would listen, yeah, you would but understand that's what that's I'm how saying. people felt. That's how people felt in the year before the Euros as well. Yeah, but Craig, like looking at who he's picked, like I know he's going to start McGuire, and that's just not a that's just a recipe for a disaster at this All point right, hey, in his form. So let me, let me finish my reasoning before okay. you attack me. Okay, the U.S. team. I am less. I'm. I after the last um, international break, I was like I had no hope because just how terrible we looked in all honesty. And I'm not the biggest fan of Greg Berhalter um, for this team, especially this group of players, but based on the team selection, I'm a little more confident. Um, We've got good players playing in the top five leagues. The question is, are we going to be able to connect our style of play to the quality of those players? Um, I think, I don't know if I'd put Iran on the same level as the U S and Wales. And I think I'd put Wales talent wise, just a little bit above the U S I mean, we have someone like Bale. I mean, he was top three in the world at one point. You know, if it wasn't for Messi and Ronaldo, he would have been in the best in the world for a, a number of years. And I think that's that goes without saying. Um, yeah, no, it definitely takes some saying. But okay, but you can but you can say it. All right, that's fine. I mean, he would have won. He would have won at least one Ballon d'Or if it wasn't for those two. I think in that time. Um, right. So given Bale, it makes me a little bit worried, but. Also, some of the U.S. He has some U.S. teammates um, on his his club team, and I, him playing in the MLS, I don't think was great for him in terms of preparing him for the World Cup. So we'll see how that shakes out. But as far as the U.S. goes, how they've played in the past World Cups is the great thing about the U.S. team and these players is the way they play. They play with pretty much heart, right? It's like a a Ted Lasso sort of vibe, and I hate to say that, but I think Americans, when it comes to sport, they love to fight, and I think that's one thing that we're going to be. It's. I mean, you you can always say anyone can win any soccer game on any given day, right? But I think the U.S. really are going to highlight that, right? They're going to highlight their willingness to just go for it, right? So when we come up against the Wales game, I think I'm not really sure what's going to happen there. I think I could have put Wales first, U.S. second. I think Wales have everything to gain and nothing to lose in this tournament either. The U.S. as well. I mean, the U.S. weren't even in the last one. This is the first one Wales have been in in like 50 years, right? Something crazy like that. Yeah, long time. Long time. So it's like both of those teams are are promising teams and they're they're gonna fight hard. And England have everything to lose. They made it to the semifinal of the last World Cup and they made it to the final of the Euros and they screwed it up both times. And there's a lot of what honestly sparked this was an interview on a guy on uh Talk Sport saying that not a single Welsh player steps into the England team. And I was just flabbergasted at the arrogance because that's just not true. I mean, he even said they, they they picked 26 people. If they had four more picks, they still wouldn't they'd pick four more English people rather than any of the Welshmen. And it's like that's just I don't know. I don't know. That really pissed me off. So it kind of lit this fire that, you know what, I'm I've got a feeling that England could could struggle, right? So I'm not sure how Iran's gonna do. I think they'll probably lose. They could lose <laughs> to all these teams, but they could also <laughs> I haven't really watched them at all. So it's probably hard for lose. Me to say. it's hard to say. My gut will tell me that. They're probably not going to do very well, but I also haven't really watched them to any extent mm-hmm. that I've watched these other three teams. I mean, out of the teams that I follow regularly at the international level, these three are top five probably. If you just add in, I don't know, Denmark and maybe South Korea there. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I've got a good feeling about. Wait, what'd you? Yeah, never mind. I yeah. missed, I missed your last sentence, but it didn't sound like one that I agreed with. I said out of the top <laughs> five teams that I watch regularly, these three, England, US, and Wales, are ones that I watch on the international level very regularly. The oh, other two, okay. I'd said, were Denmark and South Korea. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know how you could agree. I like with my I like, I like the Clay. I like your reasoning. I I am optimistic as well. I think that it could definitely happen. And you also look at like the the rivalry that Wales and England have. I mean, that's that's a no brainer for me. Like the U.S. has has a bone to pick with England, and so do Wales. So like I said, England have everything to lose, and not like a much to gain. Like if they win, it's just going to be oh they did what they were supposed to do. But if U.S. and Wales win, it's game over for them. So all it takes is one. Harry Maguire own goal to really set the standard and the, and then both these teams are off running. So <laughs> all right, Craig, who did you who did you pick for this group? Yeah, I uh to be honest, oh do I have to share my screen? No, I'll I'll keep sharing. Yeah. I uh yeah, I think I picked maybe the opposite order of, of Clay Troyer or close to it. I don't know what order he had England and Iran in, but I had England, Iran, USA, Wales as my top four. I, right. yeah, mainly because I disagree with pretty much everything that Clay Torres said. Can you explain it? I mean, and yeah, I'll do it super quick. I, I yeah, I mean, everything you said was, I felt like an argument for why <laughs> the USA <laughs> and Wales should not be the two. You're talking about, no, no, yeah, no, the USA, USA didn't make the last World Cup. Wales has never made one. And you, your conclusion from that is, yeah, they're very exciting, promising teams that, that are going to win the group. My conclusion was that it's not, it's, it's, they have something to fight for and they have nothing to lose. Like they have no, like you see teams choke all the time because they have everything to lose. Like let's look at Germany in the last World Cup, right? They had everything to lose and those teams that went through had nothing to gain. What was it, Mexico and South Korea? Like no one would have guessed that, right? So England are in a similar situation, except they haven't even won anything to warrant that, right? So it's like, okay. Yeah, my, my reasoning was, I mean, yeah, England has, with Southgate, they've been the most successful they've ever been in tournaments, Euros, World Cup, and the Nations League. And I think they have this, they have a really good squad, and they've added a couple of players that weren't regulars back in the day, like Jude Bellingham, I think, transforms that midfield. Declan Rice is more regular, more experienced, and then Phil Foden. I think those three players are having more experience and not actually playing are the reason I picked them up top. And then, yeah, I agree with Clay, right? You could kind of, I wasn't sure about the USA, Iran, and and Wales, Iran seemed like the most fun pick to me. Um, and yeah, I You're wasn't gonna pick. Out, I wasn't right? gonna. I wasn't gonna pick Wales. I, I was. I, this is an unbiased choice. This is just based on who I think's gonna make it through. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, obviously, mine weren't unbiased, but yeah, gotta have some heart. Gotta have some yeah. heart. All, All right, right, next group. Group C. We have uh, Argentina, Mexico, Poland, Saudi Arabia. You can see my picks on the screen. I went in that order. Um, I was really flip-flopping between Mexico and Poland, but ended up going with Mexico. I yeah, don't mine's know the same. Um, I just, I, the same, Greg? Mine's the exact same. Um, mine is, mine's Argentina, Poland, uh, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's what that's what Hamant did. I, I could yeah. be fine with either one. Um, the reason of that is like, I mean, I don't know. Mexico don't look great right now, to be honest. Like, they don't. They, and Poland has the arguably the best player in the group so yeah well yeah what what yeah you think Lewandowski's <laughs> better than Messi which is fine I guess but um I mean on form last, no. from last year from last year on okay, form, on form yeah. from last year that that's not, not what on form means <laughs> <laughs> no, on form from last year <laughs> so right. based on last year yes I would say that Lewandowski had a better season than Messi based on last year he did. He yeah, won the Ballon d'Or. Why are you basing it off? He did not win the Ballon d'Or. Oh no, Benzema won it. Never mind. Yeah. He should have won the Ballon d'Or the year before that. That was the that was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to Group D. Here we go. I have Denmark finishing first over France, and then Tunisia and Australia. Um, I don't. I, I, I just. I think that France could really struggle in the midfield this World Cup because they don't have two of the regular starters in Conte and Pogba. Um, and we all know that you can make do with spotty defense or spotty forward sometimes, but if you have a weak midfield, the game is just going to pass you by. It's really hard to control um, the games in that pitch. And on the other hand, Denmark's 
going into this World Cup on a really strong run from the Nations League. And so I think that they have a, a really good chance to finish first in this group. And they've got some they've got some really good players as well. Denmark. And and they, you know, you saw it in the in the what was it? The Euros or the World Cup? Now I'm, World Cup. They made it pretty far, right? Or was the Euros? I can't remember. Clay Troyer, this should be you. You're the Denmark fan. They what did they, you re- say? they made it far in, in the Euros, I'm pretty in sure. In the Euros. Is that yeah. where they made it far? Denmark? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because after the last yeah, yeah. summer. Ericsson. Yeah, yeah, last summer. Um yeah, I had the exact same order. And the reason is pretty much the same. I think France lost their entire. I know France lost their entire midfield. They have two young, like players, ready to take the mantle from Pogba and Kante. We don't know if they can. And then also, Clay Troyer mentioned this earlier, the how Germany didn't make it out of the group, and that's been like the curse of the World Cup. Whatever the people who win, the team that wins the World Cup for the last like three or four World Cups hasn't made it out of the group. The next time, saw it with Germany, saw it with Spain, saw it with Italy, and so it's France's turn to technically not make it out of the group. But I just couldn't. I just still couldn't pick them. Tunisia or Australia over France, so I yeah. I put them second. I uh, I have the exact same order as you guys. I really I really wanted to pick like Tunisia or Australia to beat out France, but I I, I think they're good enough to make it through. I mean, this is this might be the weakest group in all honesty. Um, hmm. but, Especially with the bottom two teams. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Is like it's kind of it. I don't want to say it's shoo-in for the top two, but France do not. I mean, without those two players like those are super important for them and with the way they play so i mean if they make it out i think they're losing first round but so hamat did uh france first then denmark just okay yeah all right group e we have spain germany japan costa rica um i went with spain and germany progressing japan a close third and then costa rica fourth i like the uh the young talent is kind of exciting for me in Spain uh their midfielders like Pedri and Gavi I think are going to be pretty good this World Cup um and yeah I just like the style of play that they have the tiki taka and more expansive football that they're going to try to impose on the rest of the teams in their group yeah I had the same except I flipped Costa Rica and Japan because I uh felt like it all right I, I don't I don't have a good reason for that like I don't obviously I don't watch Costa Rica or Japan very very closely um so yeah. yeah um i put i put germany spain japan costa rica because le- i like the youth in spain but i'm not convinced that their lack of experience will prevail um i, I think japan are a solid side so i, I could have seen i could see them doing well I, mean, I watched their game against the u.s most recently and they've got good they've got good players they're always really solid um in amino yeah well, so, so we'll see. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but I, I do Germany's been iffy. The reason I put them second as well. Germany's been very iffy over the last like year with their international games. That's yeah. definitely true. I just think, yeah. I think um they've got a bone to pick since what happened last time. Like they're not gonna let that happen again. Like if they do, it's it's gonna be bad news for them. So well, Hamad predicted it to happen. He has Japan beating out Germany. <laughs> yeah, Hamad's a big Japan fan. Spain, Japan, Costa Rica, Germany, or Spain. Japan, Germany, Costa Rica. Sorry. Um, All right. Yeah. So now moving along to Group F. Whoa! This is my big surprise. This is why. This is why I say, Craig, you're not gonna like my picks because I know you're a big Belgium supporter. Holy um, heck! I mean, I like them. I like when people go go crazy. Yeah. So I you like mine. Group yeah, F- but I didn't like. Your, I didn't like your reasoning. I like that you went crazy. <laughs> Group F. We have. Morocco, Canada, Belgium, and Croatia. And I went with Croatia first, Morocco second, which means Belgium would not make it out of the group stage. And then Canada fourth. I know this is like the quote-unquote golden generation for Belgium. I just think that that ship has kind of sailed for them. You look at a lot of their squad, and they're getting older. And, I mean... They're bigger bottle jobs than... Especially... uh, especially at center back, like in their defense, I think that they're really starting to become more shaky back there. And teams like Croatia, where we saw them last World Cup, make a, they went to the finals last World Cup, right? Yeah. So, I mean, they have this experience. I mean, I guess you could say that the same thing with Belgium where their players are older, so they have more experience, but they have don't have experience of going to the final of the World Cup. Um, and 
I don't know. I just felt like Belgium's, this is kind of like the, the signal of the end of their golden generation with Morocco beating them also. I had Belgium, Canada, Croatia, Morocco. Um, so I have Canada making it through. That's one of my slightly spicy picks as well. I mean, Croatia is a completely different team for me than like the 2018 World Cup four years ago. The players are different. A lot of because they were a relatively old team even back then. Yeah. Um, like they still have player. key players like Modric coming through and bringing that quality and experience. I mean, yeah, they have some, but not the same as they had in 2018. And even then, it was kind of a, a dream run that they made, which was amazing. And I was supporting them to, to win it. But yeah, I think I just don't think. It, yeah, I don't think they're actually that far ahead of um, Canada, <laughs> to be honest with you. But I mean, I could be could be proven wrong. I'm a big Alfonso Davies fan. So maybe he'll come out of left back to, to score all the goals or something. Um, they're gonna need him. What? They're gonna need him. Yeah, they're gonna need him. Yeah, that's my that's my spicy take. Croatia third and Morocco last. Yeah, I uh, I had Croatia, Belgium, um, Canada, Morocco. Uh, I think Morocco and Canada are interchangeable. Honestly, I didn't really care too much about the third and fourth picks in these. Mm. It was mostly about who was gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But for me, I, I I don't know. I it was tough between Croatia and Belgium. I think Belgium tend to choke. So that's why I put Croatia first, but I think Belgium should win this group handily. Like they should win it handily. To Craig's point, Croatia is a much different team, but I think they still have some young, exciting young players that are gonna. We're gonna see how they do, but you know, they've got some exciting young defenders, which is I think where they struggle most. I mean, when it comes to age, de- like aging defenses are really easy to break down or easier to break down. So we'll see where they go with that. But um, yeah, I had Croatia, Belgium. Canada, Morocco. All right. All right. Mine went with Belgium, Morocco, Croatia, Canada. So I'm the only one with Belgium. And Hamad did what? Mine had Belgium, Morocco, Croatia, Canada. Morocco. Wow. Yeah. Big pick. All right. Uh, Group G is the second to last one. And we have Cameroon, Brazil, uh, Switzerland, and Serbia. Um, I went with the same as Hamad actually, and this is Brazil, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon. I think Mine Brazil just switched Switzerland and Serbia. Oh, yeah, sorry. Are we I think Brazil is definitely the, the best group team in this group. Uh, they should hopefully, I think, get through relatively easily, but Serbia and Switzerland ha- also have some exciting players or some good players um, that I think I could see them getting through. Yeah, I had uh, the same thing. I just switched Switzerland and Serbia. I think Switzerland, they love the World Cup. They love a good World Cup. They always show up. So they'll do I think they'll do the same. I don't think Serbia's or Cameroon are good enough to out them. So but Brazil right. should far and away win this group. They should not lose. Agreed. Group H. Uruguay, Portugal, Ghana, and South Korea. This is have... this is where this is where we see Clay Troyer's bias. No, this is where play. we see Clay Wright's bias. Why? <laughs> Against Play, right? oh, oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's negative bias too, Craig. Come on. I thought you said that you don't you don't care about the third and fourth uh <laughs> I don't, but Craig mentioned that, so I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have uh Uruguay, then Portugal, then Ghana and South Korea. Um I put Uruguay over Portugal as a I don't know. I just think that the Ronaldo stuff is gonna influence the Portugal side in all the negative ways. Um he's making all the headlines right now. And not and, in a good way. And not in a good way. Um and you know team cohesion in these tournaments can be tough because you don't have as much time spent with all these players because you're just coming in from all your clubs and then playing in these tournaments. And when you have a player as big as Ronaldo making these I mean outlandish statements online and on in these interviews like i just think that it's going to be such a distraction for them i was actually i was flip-flopping between making portugal like go almost all the way because that's like what ronaldo would do or what i ended up doing which was struggling and i think that uruguay i mean they're a good team and they have a a lot of good strikers especially darwin nunez um (laughs) 
But no, they actually have they have Nunez, Suarez, and Cavani. I mean, the other two are a little bit older or or much older. Um, but they have some good strikers and other players like I mean, they have Betancourt and Valverde in the midfield, which is a great pairing in the midfield. I mean, almost as good as any other side, I could say. Um mm-hmm. I mean, especially you look at the form that uh like Bentaker is in right now. Like and Valverde. Yeah. That's actually true. They're, I mean, if you have a midfield that's like playing as well as those two are playing right now, and like Bentinger's got to be in the best shape of his life. I don't know how much Tottenham you guys have watched recently. Probably not much, but um, he the man runs everywhere. It's like, yeah. and when you have a front three like that, who besides Darwin, who's very young and very fast, um, the other two are maybe like getting a little up there. So like, they might not be their fitness might not be up up there as much. So it's like. Yeah, they got the legs and they're going to make up for it, you know, and it's like, I'm just so excited. I think this might be, I mean, I think personally the USA group is the most exciting, but this one is, this one might be up there. I mean, I'll go ahead with my picks right now, but I'm going to say, I'm going to predict your picks. I'm going to say your picks are Uruguay and Korea, because those are where the Tottenham players are. And then Portugal, Ghana. That's not where the Tottenham, that's not just because that's where the Tottenham players are. (laughs) I mean, do you hear the front three that he just said for Uruguay? What's the front three? Um, Suarez, Cavani, and Nunez. Yeah. Is that actually their front three? Is Cavani going to the World Cup? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll probably they'll probably only start two of them, but I mean, that's a great. Right. But I'm just yeah, saying that can't be their front three for sure. They're all strikers. No, I'm just saying when you have those like those three players as an option, like that's mm. things aren't going well in the last. Like that's a total Olivia Giroud type of sub. You know, it's like things aren't going well. Well, look who we got as a sub. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. But I'm gonna defend myself because Craig was ready to tackle me no matter what. Uruguay no, are an exciting it. team. Uruguay are an exciting team, just like Clay had mentioned. No bias. I mean, there's some bias, but not really because I just think they're they're in good form. Um, the players are. South Korea. I worried about this one a little bit only because I'm not sure how much Sun will be able to like contribute given that he just had surgery on his eye so yeah, like that's why I, that's why i put gotta on. wear the mask but like if he's anything like masked harry kane back in the day he's gonna be 10 times better than he he currently is so but then you also have players like kim and jay who is coming into his own into maybe the most exciting team in europe with napoli and he's the heart of that defense and it's like i really wanted him to come to spurs back in the day he didn't and now he's like double the price tag and spurs are supposedly looking back at him again but it's like I don't know. There's not a lot going on there that like would yield a like winning the group or confirming them getting second. But if the last if four years ago they were able to make it out of the group, that was not an easy group. I don't see how they can't do it again with arguably a better, more experienced squad. So um, while there is bias with Sun, I don't think you can argue how good he is. And also when you look at Kim and Jay, who's not a Tottenham player, guess what? Um, there he is, Craig. Uh, so that those are my arguments there. And then for Portugal. I mean, I don't. I think you both know how much I value the team chemistry when it comes to, um, you know, team sport. But let alone an event like this that is just trying to require as much togetherness as possible. I mean, when you look at teams like Denmark in the last Euros, um, Croatia in the last World Cup, um, you know, stuff like that. That it requires everyone to just be all in. And Portugal are not that right now. I mean, if you if anyone was able to see Bruno Fernandez's greeting to Ronaldo was just cringe cringy and and then you look at Jao Cancelo too I mean he didn't want to even look at him it looked like he didn't want to look at him and when you have that sort of situation going on from the start it's I mean it's 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 not it's not good so we'll see how that pans out I mean to some level talent will um you know take advantage of that but I don't think they'll go all the way like some people might have predicted them to previous to all this drama Um, From bottom to top, my picks were Ghana, Portugal, Uruguay, South Korea. You okay? Hold up, you're gonna get mad at me to for my picks, and you had basically the same thing. I didn't. I didn't get mad at you. I just predicted what your picks were gonna be. Oh, here's the bias. (laughs) (laughs) But but I don't have any bias. So this is this is all right, Craig. Why did you pick Portugal to? finish third and Korea to finish first. Korea is going to win it. This is this is the hill that I'm going to die on for this World Cup. This is my my spiciest take. 
I mean, I, I, do I have to? You want me to explain it or? No, <laughs> I we've heard it. We've heard it. Yeah. All right. So now we're gonna go, I guess, round by round for everybody. So I'll sh- I guess Hamant did. Oh. Let me read Hamant's. Uh, or no, we'll read everyone's knockout stages. But Hamant, so what, what was Hamant's for the? Group? We all just go through our our own knockout stages because yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Clay, if you want to zoom out on yours and just go through the whole thing. Well, I don't want to spoil my picks. Okay. So, all right, all right. Uh, Hamant did Portugal, Uruguay, Ghana, South Korea. Um, but going over to my knockout stage, round of 16. First, we have Netherlands versus USA. I go went with the Netherlands. And then I had a tough pick here, Argentina or France. I just like the Argentina side just won the, the their Copa America. South, yeah, Copa America. I was blanking on what it was called. But yeah. Um, and like I said, I think France could run into some issues in the midfield. So I chose Messi to advance to the quarterfinals. Moving down, Spain versus Morocco. I think, I mean, that was kind of a reach for me to put Morocco in the knockout stage. So I think that Spain should handle them pretty handedly. And then Brazil, Portugal, the battle of the Portuguese speaking nations. Um, <laughs> the, what is it? Colonizers versus the colonialists or. Whatever. Colonists, colonists, yeah. Wait, uh, colonizers and colonists are the same thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Colonies, right? Um. Anyways, I went with Brazil over Portugal. I mean, okay. we kind of. I don't want to be a dead horse, but yeah, I just yep. don't think Portugal is gonna last too long. Um, England, Ecuador. That was pretty straightforward for me, and then I went with Denmark over Mexico, and. Croatia over Germany, or no, Germany over Croatia, and then Uruguay beating Serbia. So then moving on, I guess I'll just move up now. I have Germany beating Uruguay, and I really wanted to put Uruguay through, but I just think that Germany, I don't know, there's something about their talent. I really like Jamal Musiala. I think he's like the next Mm. budding star that he could really carry them and play a key role in beating um Uruguay and then I have England <laughs> beating Denmark what in that game specifically he's gonna play a key role well the whole world cup oh shit. um you? England versus Denmark I had England I was almost I, I flip-flopped on this one I almost put Denmark through mm. but then I was like I don't know if I'm gonna if I could see Germany or Denmark making the final so I, I put England through I guess I spoiled my semifinal pick because I picked England to England go to the in the final. And I didn't, I mean, man, I don't like it. Talk about the colonists. No, I just don't like, you know, I don't like Southgate that much. I don't like his team selection. I, and I don't like his tactics mainly, but like Craig said, in the big tournaments, he has proven to be able to produce results and progress pretty far. So I think England's going to progress to, a second straight major tournament final. Um, so on the other side of the bracket, I have Brazil beating Spain and Argentina beating Netherlands to give a rematch of the Copa America final last year, which I chose to flip the result, which is Brazil Ooh. beating Argentina. And the Brazil uh, World Cup semifinal when it was... Yeah, in- I mean, right. this would be a TV dream to have Argentina Brazil in the semifinal. Um, and I just I just think that Brazil's squad is too strong. If you look at it, it's the most complete squad from top to bottom, from attack to goalie. Um, I just think they have the most quality. And I mean, with Fred, you can't really lose. So it's like... Exactly. That, oh, that is true. Yep. And that's why... Manchester United have had so much success over the last years. Um, and then, yeah, so I chose Brazil to win it all over England. So I think Southgate's going to – people are going to come for his heads again. His heads. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. I. It's just written in the stars, I think, that it's going to happen, um, that he's going to get all the way there and all the England fans are going to be like, oh, it's coming home, it's coming home, and then it doesn't. Um, I just think Brazil <laughs> – for me, there was only there was one route for me to go, and it was Brazil. So, yeah, Craig, let's I, see what you got. All right, I know. Well, I, Clay... I want to talk about Southgate for a sec. All right, we... but problem is Clay's got a deadline that was ten minutes ago. Clay, right? Yeah, we right? gotta keep it moving. We gotta keep it moving. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
So I'll just run through mine super quick. France Argentina. It sucks that this was a matchup, but like I said, I don't. You know, the curse of the winner of the World Cup. So Argentina goes through. Spain Canada pick Spain easy pick. Brazil Uruguay easy pick. England Senegal Whoa. easy easy pick. Denmark Mexico easy pick. Uh, <laughs> England Denmark. I also did struggle with this one, um, but like I said, I got faith in Southgate. Not in the way he plays. I don't like it either, but just because he's proven it. Um, Brazil, Spain. I agree that Brazil is the best site in site in the, in the in the tournament. Probably, um, I just think they'll make it farther than that. And Argentina, Netherlands, and then Argentina, Brazil. I also had them in the semifinals, and this is where I have Argentina beating Brazil the other way around. I think that going back to Clay Torres' unity, I think this Argentina team might be the most like unified team, which is an interesting kind of juris what's the word I'm looking for? Juxtaposition to Ronaldo's team, Portugal, we were talking about might not be. I think this is the most unified team in the tournament by far. They're all wanting this for Messi. You can see the way they play in the Copa America, the way they all talk about it. Um okay, they win that one. And then I actually don't remember who I picked. My camera's hiding this. I picked Belgium. Did I? I guess I picked Belgium over England. I'm not <laughs> I'm not confident about this pick. I also think England might be in the final. Um and then I do pick Messi of wearing the blue and white. Argentina, bring it home. Messi will be cement his position as the GOAT once he wins once he wins the World Cup. I'm actually going to change this to say England are going to make the, the, the final. And okay. then they're going to lose to Argentina. Sounds good. Sounds good. Clay, let's see what you got. All right. Um, oh, well, you can see everything. But <laughs> it's all right. Um, starting off, Netherlands, Wales. As much as I want Wales to keep going, I, I think it was I think it's gonna end there. I think Netherlands are solid and exciting. Um Argentina, France, don't want to beat a dead horse. Argentina there. I think Argentina, Brazil were two of the top teams in the tournament that like were super I mean, very easy and safe pick for either one of them. Um Germany, Belgium. I think Germany, uh I, I worry about Belgium. I also worry about Germany. That could be a toss-up in all honesty. Uh Brazil, South Korea, as much as I love uh South Korea, Brazil are gonna gonna win that one. Um, going on the other side, the U.S. and Senegal. I actually think the U.S. could win that. Um, I think if we make it to this stage, it'll just be game by game sort of thing. And I think, like I said, that that benefits teams like the U.S., uh, Denmark, Wales, those sort of teams. Um, then we got Denmark, Poland. I think Denmark come away with that one. Croatia, Spain. The youth of Spain worries me a little bit. That'll be kind of like the young versus the old uh, matchup there. Uruguay, Switzerland. I think Uruguay are exciting and uh, they hopefully will be in form. Uh, then moving on to the next one, Uruguay, Croatia. Here, Croatia became too old for me, so I went with Uruguay, but <laughs> that was kind of a hot take to begin with. So I got I found myself in a sticky situation um, <laughs> here with the U.S. and Denmark. That uh, side thinking, of the bracket is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love mean, it. Right, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So this is like an easy side in all honesty, but whatever. Um <laughs> And then Denmark and Uruguay, I think Denmark got to come away with that one. So somehow they ended up in the final. <laughs> um, come over here, Netherlands, Argentina. It's Messi's year, I think. Um, Germany, Brazil. Brazil, I mean, the way that Brazil look, they just look like, the, the reason I've always liked Brazil, they used to be my favorite national team because of Kaká. Um, but the reason I love them so much is because I actually stopped liking them in spite of, uh, Neymar because I dislike him but they just have fun and they enjoy the game and they enjoy it to the point where it's like it's easy for them you know and it's hard for teams to adjust to that so and you you topple that on with as much skill as they do have and I, it's hard for them to not win so beating Germany then you get to the semifinal here and it's a repeat of a lot of situations and I think Brazil have a lot to prove for both the Copa and the former semifinals of the World Cup it's crazy that this situation has happened so they can end up in that same situation again uh, Brazil advanced there, and then when it comes to Denmark, I think the the Cinderella story ends there, but not without a great you know scoreline three two Brazil. I like it. Nice, Clay. Clay, right? If you if you want to hop off, I can stay on with Clay Torre. We can talk about Southgate. See what he wants to say. Okay, let me and share. We... Let me share uh, Hamant's picks really quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. About um, that. so can you guys see it? Yeah. Okay. Kind of blurry. And he put 
He would Netherlands put this in the Excel sheet. Over Wales, and then Argentina over <laughs> <a> true consultant <laughs> over Denmark. Wait, he filled it out on the FIFA website and then screenshotted it yeah, and, Excel. <laughs> and then he put Spain over Morocco, Brazil over Uruguay, England over Senegal, France over Poland, Belgium over Japan, Portugal over Serbia. Going up, Portugal over Belgium, France over England, Brazil over Spain, Netherlands over Argentina. Whoa. Then in the semis, he has Brazil beating Netherlands and Portugal beating France. So and then he has ultimately Portugal beating Brazil in the final. So Hamat does not think that the Ronaldo is going to be a, a distraction. Um, well, I think he filled this out before that news, did he not? It was a little bit. I mean, no, I was during. No, it was like during. So he didn't, not all of it came out, but most of it, I mean, the gist of it was already out there, you know. Um, but he says the deep squads are key to success in this <laughs> World Cup. In the end, Portugal has the best combination of depth and freshness that will end in eternal glory. I just don't, uh, whatever. <laughs> So that's what he says. Um, and he also he's not, highlights that wrong. Portugal do have a lot of depth and freshness. Well, but you could say that Brazil, I mean, have the, you could say that about Brazil. You could also say that about Argentina. Yeah. Yeah. And South even, Korea, which is why I picked South Korea to go over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to hop off now, but I'll leave the, the zoom open so you guys can talk about your Southgate picks and stuff. Okay. Stop sharing your screen. All right. There we go. It was a pleasure. All right. See you, Clay. Oh man, he's gone. Okay, what do you have to say about Gareth Southgate? Let it spill. It's funny. Why, because... why, why do you hate him so much? I don't hate him. I used to love him. Like going into the last World Cup, his tactics or his some of his methodologies I enjoyed, but the issue becomes you well, it's funny because you were talking the way you talked about Tottenham and Conte's team is like they can't do this forever. They keep getting results. It's kind of the same reason you like Southgate. That's not the. I don't like. I don't like him. I don't like the side. Or the of the same reason you 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 have confidence in that team. Like no. you, you kept saying that Tottenham were bound to lose eventually, um, and they're bound to run out of gas and whatever because they were playing poor poorly. Um, that's and great. I think that same stuff has to be. I think what my point is is that I think England have underperformed in the, these last tournaments, despite it being successful no based on their history, based on their players. They've they've underperformed. No way. Dude, I, I'm not saying that they're going to win because of their style of play. That wasn't the reason. The reason was because they've been successful in right. the last three tournaments. I despite agree. Despite their style of play. I, I get that. But yeah. And Tottenham have not been successful. So there was nothing. Well, there's I, not as much time there to say that. To say, based on Conte's current tenure, they have been successful with what he was given and when yeah, he but you, like you said that's not enough time so all i have to go off of with tottenham is you can't win a premier league by playing counter-attacking football you can win a world cup by playing counter-attacking football i'll 100 percent say that i don't know that england are going to they probably will they're not they've never really been very creative under, under southgate but i think for example this is why i think like bellingham and foden can really can really change the way i mean foden was a big part even in the euros but i think they can kind of change the way england play hopefully with declan rice kind of being the pivot because he can get forward too if he locks down the midfield i think they might be able to be a little bit more creative but we'll see yeah i mean they'll they'll probably do well but i i don't know it's just it's hard to say i i just don't i just think they have underperformed i think it's like easy to say because of their lack of success in the past that they're doing so well which i mean to any other team they are but when you look at the players they have it's like they, they, they sh there's no reason they shouldn't be guaranteed, you know, quarter semifinals, you know, like without a doubt. It's like they, I mean, maybe they shouldn't have won the Euros given how, how well Italy was playing, but it's like, they, I think they have underperformed in all of their performances on the pitch. Um, and they've gotten some results that maybe they shouldn't have, you know? Fair enough. Well, that, that's, yeah. that's what I, that's what, but, but that's kind of my point is that tournaments, are the place right. for teams that don't deserve wins. That's where, you know. That was kind of my point with with USA and uh, Wales, too. It's like, yeah, it, they don't have sure. to be, they don't have to win for a whole season, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every U.S. sports movie um, motivational speech plays in their favor, you know. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think they're going to be watching Miracle before they. I, I would if I were them. I'd be <laughs> blasting that in the locker room all night. I used to watch Miracle before every fitness test the night before. Did you? Did it work? It did. I passed it every time. So, 
<laughs> I think Russia might need to be in the tournament for that to work. Um, no, I think yeah. I, I mean, England could definitely not do well. Um, I, I, I personally hope they get knocked out because I really hated those comments that guy was making. It was so it was so arrogant, and some sometimes it's like the pundits in England they get so arrogant about this team, and it's like it's like they have this entitlement, you know, and it's like you are not entitled to anything like these other teams in your group are good. And if you overlook them, they will beat you. Yeah. But you can't, you heard one English guy say this one thing about the Wales team, which is to be honest, it's not an outlandish thing. There's, who, I mean, I think it's outlandish to say that you wouldn't pick up Gareth Bale when you have four empty spots. That's okay. That's fair. But like, it's not like my point is you heard one English guy say this one thing and that changed your entire world cup. No, I mean, I, I already like was, I, w- I was already liking the idea of USA and Wales doing what over on England, but that just sparked like this, <laughs> this fire. And I was like, all right, you know what? I was, the kindling was all there. I've picked all the wood. It was all ready. I had Flint, I had steel and he just, he lit the flame. Okay. Maybe, maybe the Wales team will, because uh... realistically, this this one guy doesn't actually have any influence over what happens at the World Cup. Oh, correct. No, but I, but he might if the Wales team also watched that interview and they well, that's got what I'm saying is like fire. Wales have nothing to lose. They made the World Cup. That's history already. Same yeah. with the United States. No one is expecting this United States team to do well. I mean, to do great things. You know, it's like. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's written in the stars. I mean, if anything, <laughs> if there's anything to give the United States, it's that. They love sports and they love to love sports. And the day after Thanksgiving, a holiday that was based off of <laughs> colonizers coming to the new world. It's like this is they play England, the team, the the team, the country that they it's just it's written in the stars, in my opinion. I mean, with the timing and the lack of expectation on the United States side and the the surplus of expectation on the english side it's like england have everything to lose and you know that it's like if they get imagine if they get scored on in the first half against us it's like it will be i mean twitter will be a nightmare and everything will go crazy it's just like i don't know i'm excited because us have nothing to lose and england have and england have everything to lose and that's a recipe for an upset that's a recipe for an underdog story it's interesting as a because honestly as a premier league fan it's really hard for me to root against England just because all the players that I watch, even like not on Manchester United, just in general, even if they're Tottenham players or other players. Yeah. So it's interesting to see you, especially when well, the for me, I can very easily, England, especially when the captain of England is, is big H. Yeah. Well, well, it's easy for me to kind of like situated the other way because you've got Tyler Adams, Brendan Aronson, Hmm. Uh, Tim Ream, all these guys that are our Premier League players who I was like, okay, well, that makes me very easy to root for. And then Weston McKinney, who you can't not like. You for, you've got the biggest name. Pulisic. I personally am not the biggest fan of Pulisic, <laughs> but maybe it has to do with his Chelsea to ties. <laughs> um, I watch maybe. him too much in Chelsea and I don't like it. So he needs to leave and he needs to go to Leeds. Um, but so you're predicting on the Thanksgiving Day matchup. I mean, if you're predicting England not to make it through and you to, to finish the group, they have to win that. Yeah, they probably have to win that. But yeah, Tim Howard. I was just watching the NBC Sports. Tim Howard actually predicted England to win that. Yeah, I mean, he's got to. He would be destroyed publicly if he didn't. You know. <laughs> well, you're saying we're not going to get many listeners on this body. <laughs> well, I, I'm saying our our uh, reputations don't really surpass Tim Howard's. <laughs> it doesn't help that he. Yeah, but. Um, it's for, it's there for the taking. It, it it really is. I mean, it's it's a miracle situation, and the excitement, the build up, everything is just there. It's ready. So, if it was here, if it was in if it was here in America, that would be that would be a crazy crazy game. That would be amazing. Then the atmosphere would be huge. Oh, actually, that was the reason I forgot to mention. That was that was part of the reason I I picked Iran as my second in that group, is because I saw a video of English players like sweating in the heat i saw that too and they, yeah. they could not handle the heat and it was it was kind of like a funny tweet but i was like hey maybe they're onto something as iran they're used to the heat so i'm picking them to go yeah but the u.s see. i mean i think the u.s have a leg up in that situation like england the climate is one thing in the whole country it's one thing the united states i mean 
it's not abnormal to have levels of heat that are like yeah you have hot high. summers yeah huh? yeah i said yeah you have hot summers we you're in america now what did i say you said you oh yeah well, <laughs> that's 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 because i'm not in america at this moment in time where are you clearly in south africa ah i gotcha um yeah we have we have hot summers here in here in america um i don't know it'll be the glory is there you know and that's the best part about this game is is that so I, i'm so excited i think i'm excited for the wales game because i mean i love gareth bale he's so much of the reason that my family started supporting tottenham was mm-hmm. when he was coming up you know left wing back and then ben davies i'm a huge fan of his and he's in good form as far as ben davies goes um yeah. so he's, say i'd he argue like i'd argue to switch him out over harry Maguire. i mean he based on form and that was another argument that that British guy said, no, I would never take Ben Davies over Harry Maguire. I'm like, okay, well, that's biased very much so, but I'm also biased. So, and I also love Joe Roden and then there's Daniel James and uh, the big, big tall striker. I'm spacing on his name right now, but um, Kiefer Moore, I like him a lot. Mm. There's only one guy that rubs me the wrong way. Um who rubs you the wrong way, Clay? I can't remember his name. Okay, I'm blanking on who it is. Let me pull up the Wales squad. Their midfielder who played for Arsenal. For Arsenal? Um... Aaron Ramsey. Aaron Ramsey is going to the World Cup? Yeah, he probably is. I just... I don't know if he actually got picked. Um... Um, he, I think he did. Who did he play for? He plays for Nice now. Yeah, I would I'd be surprised if he didn't. I mean, he's 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 a big part of their success recently. So it's like I'd be surprised if he didn't. It's crazy that Hennessy is still playing too. That is crazy. But man, I mean, hey, Europe... Ronaldo's playing his fifth World Cup. It's which true. Is, that's insane. Fifth World Cup. That's twenty years. And this team is such a. Pull it together, squad. I don't. I. I could argue you take out Bale, and the U.S. squad is better than them, than Wales. It, the U.S. squad is a hundred percent better than Wales. Wales is one of the lowest ranked teams in the in the tournament, which they I think be. I think they're underrated a little bit. But, but yeah, they're not a great team by any means. Nico Williams is always a. I remember him in a, the Sunderland documentary a long time ago, who's supposed to be like really good. Uh, Harry, Harry Wilson. What about Harry Wilson? I remember when he was making waves in the prem. Agreed. All right, let's wrap this up. Yeah, wrap it up, Clay. Uh, I'll, I'll step in for the other C in the CEC football. <laughs> Should be an exciting World Cup. Everyone, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>